In today's Prep Rally podcast, spring sports have passed the halfway point, and we will talk about some major feats of the week. It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined by the whole gang. Hail, hail, the gang is all here today. Ricky Fires, Paul Boyd, Henry Apple, Leland Barclay. Anybody, no, I'm sorry, everybody who's anybody is here. At least you're starting five. At, at least you're starting five. We're the yeah. Fab Five. With a fab five. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say with a fab five. Did you say flab five? Flab five, yes. Okay. All oh, right. yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I might have mis- yeah, mispronounced uh, that. that. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, you know, we are now in the uh, what the first week of April, getting up second week of April, past the halfway point, Henry, or in the uh, horse racing terms, Ricky, we are heading for the stretch run. Yes. On the backside, that's when you get up and start saying, "Come on, come on, come on, come on." And that's when your horse starts to fade. Is I've that, done it a million times. Yeah, you thought you did that close. Almost that, winner. That close, almost. Um, so we are, uh, again, past the halfway point uh, in baseball. Now, uh, Henry, for the smaller schools, so the 4As and 3As, they're past the halfway point. They're coming up on their fixture start their postseason here pretty soon. In just two weeks, yeah. conference tournaments will show up. So yeah. uh, there's not a lot of a lot of time left for them to, hey, if you want to get a top seed, you better start working for it. That's right. So let's talk about – we're going to talk about baseball first. Um, so, Henry, Rogers Heritage came into this week having won, was it 16, 15, 16, 17 in a row? They had actually lost a game, a non-conference game Thursday against oh. Bentonville West. Okay. Their streak got broken, but then they come back Friday and won another non-conference game. So – Technically, they had won 17 out of the last 18 games. Coming into coming into this week. Now, they were taking on Bentonville on Monday. Set that scene for us, Henry. At first, it looks like another heritage, the, you know, the hot streak continues. They jump out to a 3 to nothing lead in the first inning, and you're thinking, man, here we go. Score doesn't even change until the bottom of the fifth. Bentonville scores twice, makes it three to two, had the bases loaded, and Jack Ham caught two line drives to end a Bentonville scoring threat. So it's three to two. Now we go to the bottom of sixth. Bentonville gets two bases loaded walks Ooh. and takes a four to three lead. That's a, what you call an unforced uh, error. Unforced things there, For Paul. Sure. That's a, yeah, sure. yeah. Boy, you. But you know what, Henry? I think you hit on something right before that. You said that that Bentonville had scalded a couple of line drives before that. So, Rick, you cover enough baseball, Paul. If you're hit, catching line drives, they're on you. They're yes. on you. They're hitting yes. you hard. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So four to three. Bentonville now has the lead. Top of the seventh immediately. Heritage starts off with a triple, then a single. That tied the game. Yep. Sacrifice bunt. Then a double. It's now 5-4 Heritage. Now we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. You're thinking, well, Bentonville, they just rallied, but now they've lost it. How are they going to react? Well, here's how they reacted with one out. Carter Nye laced a single right in the left field. I mean, just a good solid single to set the stage for Rowan Christensen, who at the time, he had never hit a home run. And he couldn't even recall ever in his career 
having a game-winning hit. One swing of the bat, he took care of both things, a two-run jack over the left field fence. Wow. Was Bentonville it like the natural? Five. Did you hear the music? Dun, 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 no. And light fireworks, no? no none of that? No, none oh. of that, but it that went over. really cool if that would have happened. And so, 6-5 <laughs> Bentonville. Wow, what a big win. And then Bentonville finished it off on, on Tuesday. Finished yeah. off the sweep right there. So, one, Yeah, Carter Knight then comes up and uh, – Threw five innings of one-hit ball, and they scored all five runs in the fifth inning to win five to one. So Henry Benton, uh, uh, Heritage was the team that was nipping on uh, Rogers' heels a little bit um, in there. Now Rogers won both of their games this week. One first game was a very good game against Bentonville West on Monday. What one one zero one right? So very very good game there. Took care of business a little bit more on Tuesday. I think it was like 10 to 1, 10 nothing. 10 nothing like in six innings. Um, so now Rogers has, what, a th- three-game lead in they, the in the They standings? have it in the, in the loss column. They have at least a three-game yeah. lead yeah. on everybody else. Yeah. And it was something that Todd Abbott and I talked about this Monday afternoon. I said, man, it seems like every week now you take everybody's name in the hat in the 6A West, throw them in a the hat, shake it up, and throw it down. You're going to get a new lineman, except for Rodgers is yep. at the top, and everybody else is jockeys for position. That race for uh, for the number two seed is going to be interesting, which Leland kicks it over to you now. Um, so yesterday I drove down to Fort Smith. The uh, UA Fort Smith uh, had a Hall of Fame induction banquet down there. I went down there, and by the way, congratulations to those who were inducted, including my longtime friend Taz Tonger, um, who was the groundskeeper at Hunts Park before he was ever at UA Fort Smith. And Leland, this is interesting. Interesting. Squeaky, he was he was keeping the grounds at Hunts Park for Squeaky Smith. So he was he was like yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't doubt that. Uh, I remember in Legion Ball one time we went over to play Kerwin's and uh we 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 had a pretty fast team. We stole a lot of bases and um <laughs> we got over there and it was like quicksand. <laughs> well, he was which taking, is the, which is the sign of a good groundskeeper. Yeah. Well, he was taking care of Hunts Park, and then um, someone I don't know who to- went and told Bill Crowder, who was the baseball coach at UA Fort Smith, and said, "Listen, you need to get this guy who's maintaining." And he and also Taz helped build Field of Dreams too in Van Buren, by the way. Um, but he's they said you need to go get this guy uh, and take him over to West Ark and work on the field over there and. Coach Crowder did went over there and got him. That's best. That's the best recruiting uh, signing he ever got was getting Taz. And I'm going to tell you, it's the, I would put their ball field at UA Fort Smith against any, including Baum. And when you're there, you better act right. To, you better to, act right. I mean, that's his field. You don't throw trash on the field. No. You don't uh, get in the dirt, uh, the stripe lines and all that. Yeah. So, get you. so Leland, I was over there yesterday and had a few little few minutes, and I went drove over to Hunts Park and. Uh, I don't think you could have squeezed in another person at Hunts Park yesterday. It was jam-packed for north side, south side. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, you know, like you'd expect, a north side, south side game. Plus, it was, you know, there was a big game for the conference standings. Plus, the weather was just great, and everybody wanted to get out. I think there were people parking on top of the hill by the uh, by the cemetery. Oh, yeah. There were people parking over at Creekmore Park. There yep. were people parking over at the uh, – the girls and boys clubs, yeah. and uh, yeah. it was it was uh, quite a day for baseball. It was awesome. It was awesome. And Southside got the win in that one yesterday. Now, they will play again Nine today. To three. They'll play again today over at Southside's ballpark uh, at Forsgren Field. They'll play over there today to wrap up that one. But uh, 
again, you know, this 6A West, it looks like it's going to be Rodgers. I don't see a let down there, Henry. I think Rodgers will, will, will maintain this the rest of the way. Uh, but that fight for that number two, number three, number four, it's going to be a dogfight. Yeah, you have right now uh, Heritage has four losses. Harbor has four losses. Fayetteville has four losses. Now, Harbor and Fayetteville play again today, so somebody's going to get their fifth loss. Yeah. And lurking right just behind them with a, a – now six and six is Bentonville. Yeah, Bentonville creeping up. They are creeping up, creeping up. Um, so that's what 6A – West baseball looks like. Leland, give me a real quick rundown on 5A West. Well, it's Greenwood, uh, you know, leading everybody right now. 8-0. Boy, they're getting great pitching from, you know, the two starters, Aiden Kennan and Grant Carnes, and then Austin Mitchell out of the bullpen. Uh, And, you know, going into last night's doubleheader sweep at Siloam Springs, which was 12-0 and 2-0, they were hitting 418 as a team in conference play. Mm. And I imagine after last night that might have went up a little bit. That's so they're uh, they're they're definitely the front runner. Van Buren came into last night one and five, but they got a sweep of uh, over Alma. So that's uh, you know that tightens the race a little bit too. But Greenwood's definitely the front runner at this point. There you go. So let's kick over to soccer, Ricky. Um, you are. Uh, we're I can't even keep up with the conference race because it's so started late and it's kind yeah, of quirky single and it's single elimination. Yeah, all this. Um, but we know Bentonville West. You saw them play the other night, other day. Girl, talking about the girls, girls on the girls yeah. side. Uh, we know there are at least three very, very, very good girls teams. Bentonville West, of course, the defending state champions. Fayetteville. I think Fayetteville's undefeated. Girls. Fayetteville's undefeated, yeah. and they were the state champions. Until last year when yep. Bentonville West beat them. Yeah. And we know Rogers is very good. Is yep. there any surprise teams in there on the girls' side that we're looking no, at? No, I think it's kind of top-heavy here and then a big gap with the rest of them. Now, what about on the boys' side? I, I, I haven't cut, kept track with the boys as much as I have the girls. Um, uh, but Bentonville, the usual okay. um, contenders, Bentonville, Fayetteville. Um, Springdale, uh, you know, they've won state championship. They got three or four to their name. But uh, And I was there at uh, the Super S, which yeah, you, you know is yeah. Gerald Williams Bulldog Stadium. And yeah. uh, they kind of got a surprise last night. You know, when, whenever you're ready to talk about that game, I can talk. Let's talk about, about it. All right, let's go. Uh, Rogers Heritage Boys in danger of going 0-3 okay. after they lost to West and Bentonville. But, man, they come into Gerald Williams Bulldog Stadium and won that game one to nothing on a goal by Brandon uh, Gallardo. But man, they're uh, one, one nil. nil. <laughs> I keep, I keep forgetting that. One Henry nil. just rent yellow carded you. You one, got a yellow card. One nil, and um, our goalie, the goalie, the Springdale High goalie. My goodness, um, um, no, Springdale could have won that game three four to one, but the Heritage goalie. Uh, was really fantastic awesome. in that game. When we get to our uh, feet of the week, the I'll talk about that a little the bit pizzas, more. His pizzas, yep. he's going to be the pizzas of the week? Yep. So, all right. So, let's talk about a little softball. Uh, in the 6A West last night, Rogers, um, they had to go to extras. Paul had to go to extras yes. at Bentonville West. Bentonville West gave them a heck of a game 
last night, and Bentonville West is capable. They've got uh, pretty much, Henry, a whole new team. Stephanie Crittenden is a name that you remember in the, from the past, maybe a couple other names, but, but for the most part, a lot of new faces uh, for, for the Lady Wolverines. But, man, they gave Rodgers all they wanted, took it to extras. Rodgers had taken a 2 nothing lead, and that's usually been enough for their two pitchers, Ella yes. Beeman and Ava Johnson, for, to nail down the win. But Bentonville West said, not so fast, not so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came back, rallied in the bottom of the seventh, tied the game 2-2, they go to extras, and then Rogers got a couple of runs there in the uh, top of the eighth, and then Ava Johnson uh, kind of shut it down there, and Rogers got a four to two win. But um, they had to really scrap for it. And uh, according to our, our uh, young lady who covered the game for us last night, Katie Parker, uh, Coach Neal, Hannah Neal, who played at Springdale, she had to kind of rally the troops in there, and maybe uh, give them a little, put a little gasoline under oh, okay. them there, kind of, kind of light them up a little bit, and. Uh, I was talking with Paul about this earlier, and I said, you know, she's a first-year coach, um, feeling her way around, trying to still figure out how to maybe handle some situations or whatever that you learn as you experience. But one thing she does know, she was a player. And so lighting a fire under them I don't think is a problem for her. And she was able to get that done, and they responded and came back with a 4-2 win to keep them within a game of Bentonville. Uh, Bentonville won big yesterday. They're undefeated in the conference. And uh, Springdale Harbor, Ricky, they won again. They won again yesterday. They are on a roll. If I, my math is correct, that's eight in a row for them. Wow. And, uh, they're what a doing, turnaround. What a, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Candy Bailey's doing a great job. They got a big girl in the circle, Paul Anna Aniston Wreath, uh, or Wreath, Wreath, Wreath. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I'm sure I'm butchering her last name. I know how to spell it. I just don't know how to say it. Yes. Uh, but she's a sophomore, big six-foot sophomore. Oh, wow. And she's twirling it in there pretty good. And she also swings that stick pretty well. And she's got five, six, seven, eight home runs on the season. So Our player uh, of the week. Player of the week. Yes. And Candy Bailey has a player she can build around right there. for the, She's going to have her for two more years. So, um Softball is alive and well in the 6A West. Um, Leland over in the 5A West. Uh, uh, Van Buren uh, yesterday played Alma. How did that turn out? Uh, Van Buren won both games, um, 10 to 1 in the opener, 10 to nothing in the second wow. one. Emberlin Caldwell oh, struck geez. out 15 in the opener and gave up a solo home run. That was the only hit she allowed. She allowed four hits in the ninth cap. Wow. Uh, got the six-run uh, shutout victory in that one. Wow. Uh, I forget how many hits. I think they had 16 hits in the opener, Van Buren did, and they now lead the conference by two games over Harrison, and Van Buren goes to Harrison next Tuesday night for a 5A West varsity doubleheader that will uh, probably decide the conference, either decide the conference or tighten things up. There you go. Well, so uh, she pitched both games, uh, pitched, all innings? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I hadn't yes. covered softball in a while, so that's not uncommon. There. No. Yeah. Um, so Van Buren has Emberline Caldwell, and she is phenomenal. She's well over 100 strikeouts. Okay. Um, she's just a phenomenal season. One in just a long line. If you look at the softball standings, which I do every week, um, I have been – I kind of – I put a threshold in there when I do the softball stats. And I kind of have a 400 threshold. So if you're batting over 400, I feel like you need to be listed. Well, normally, that's about 20 batters. Right now, it's about 45 batters batting over (laughs) 400. Normally, 
I put a threshold on ERA at about 2.5. Anything over 2.5, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm not going to put that in there. I've got like 15, 16 pitchers with 2.5, and several of these teams have two pitchers at that level. Wow. So softball is fantastic in this region. And when I say this region, I'm talking from Mansfield to Hackett all the way through up, up to, you know, Van Buren, Bentonville. Every, it's, it's great, yeah. great softball being played. And uh, I think a lot of that has to do with some really good summer leagues. These girls are playing, you know, a lot of travel ball and going to Oklahoma and playing over there. And uh, one thing about it, and, and Leland, you know this, if a girl wants to get better at softball, the best thing for her to do is to go play in tournaments in Oklahoma where they take softball way serious over there, okay? And, yeah, you might get it crammed down your throat a few times, but if you want to get better at this, you go play the best competition. And the fortunate thing for our Arkansas girls, and you're seeing this, they don't have very far to go to get the best competition they can face. Yeah, I have to, when I was covering softball uh, for a while, about half of them seemed like they went over there and played in Tulsa area. Yeah, yeah. Well, and got really well. Uh, Oklahoma, very, very good softball. And it's fortunate we're right next door to them, and our girls can get on these summer teams and travel teams, and they go right over to Oklahoma and play. And it's, you know, if you want to – you know what they say, Ricky. If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Hey, and that, that's the best. And every time we start talking about softball, I always think about Cameron Smith. Yeah. I was sitting down there at the Four Smith Times record, and I got a call from this guy, and basically he says, what are you all doing playing that slow-pitch softball? Well, I don't know. That's the way it's always been. And he's the one that got it changed, got yeah. it rolling. Yeah. And look at them now. Yeah. They showed that they can they can do this. Well, and, Ricky, you're seeing it, too, on the collegiate level. Uh, we know Arkansas's you know, a good program. UCA has beaten them twice now. They're good. It's, it's spread around. Um, a lot of these teams are getting better, and it's because the girls in our state are getting better. Yep. And if you don't have to look very far to see it, you look at the Monday prep stat leaders – and it's showing you right there what these girls are capable of, and uh, which uh, kind of brings us back to our feats of the week. So normally we bring you three feats of the week. This week I think we're going to bring you about four or five feats of the week. So I'm going to start out uh, – I'll tell you what, Henry said he had two. Henry said he has two feats of the week. So we're going to – both baseball or one track, one baseball? One baseball, one track. One baseball, one track. So here we go. Number one feat of the week. I'm going with my man, Rowan Christian. There we Sim go. With the two-run home run in the bottom of the seventh the inning. The walk-off yakety-yak. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the the no-doubter over the left-field fence to get yeah. Bentonville the 6-5 win over Rogers Heritage. Well, that's definitely a feat. That's yep. absolutely. Give me your track feat. We've heard this name time and time again over the last two years, but Anna Woolsley oh, from boy. Ozark. Yep. Yes. Goes to the Sand Lizard Relays at Dardanelle. Had to be at Dardanelle. Had to be. Yeah. Yeah. How, many, yeah. how many points? Yeah. 56 out of Ozark's 99 wow. points was scored by her. How's that even possible? She won the 100. That's 10. The 200. 20. The 400. 30. The 100 hurdles. 40. And the pole vault. 50. 50. And, and she finished third in the long jump. There you now, go. Oh, come on. Ah, and and it wasn't by much. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, wow. so let's put this in perspective. <laughs> wow. 50, She's the Jim Thorpe of girls track yeah. is what F she is. 56 points in that track meet. Had she had been a one-person team. Yeah. Okay. I'm where, six, where did yeah, she just finish? Her. 
She finishes third by herself. <laughs> wow. I, I was guessing like eighth or ninth. Wow. Third oh, out man. of 17 teams. Wow. Wow. I, I, uh, the I, University of Anna Worsley. Yeah. yeah. Woolsey. She ain't pulling the Woolsey well, over and, anybody's eyes. She's, well, yeah. and, and, and to take that a tiny bit further, even the 56 points she scored, that's her third straight meet over 50 points scored. Wow. Goodness. Uh, that's uh, prop. You know what? That props to her. Uh, that is uh, that's, that's an athlete. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and uh, and Henry, you'll get a chance to see her at the uh, heptathlon. Uh, Hepti- and yeah. not only that, the Class Four A state meet at Clarksville. That's right. So that's you right. know, wow. Washita Baptist is getting yeah, they're getting a great a nice one right find. there. They're getting a great one right there. Anna Woolsey, 56 points in her track meet this week. Like Leland said, the third time this year she has scored over 50 by. Herself, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's Jim Thorpe esque. So that's yeah. two great feats right there, Henry Leland. Give me your feat of the week. We went on a a pretty good uh, you know segment there on girls softball. Yeah. Well, Mackenzie Freeman Heard from Hackett. Name. Yep. Twirled her third perfect game of the season on Monday well, night and against eighth two of rivers. her career. Eighth of her and career. Eighth, wow. eighth of her career, which puts her one away from tying. The state record, which, by the way, she's a sophomore. By the way, she is a sophomore. <laughs> wow. yeah. Uh, yeah. But the the one on Monday, it was 23 to nothing. Hackett scored four runs in the first inning, six in the second, oh. and then 13. So they ended the game via the mercy rule or the run rule early. So it was only a three-inning perfect game, but it still counts because it it's not her fault game. that the game ended early. That's right. She faced nine batters and struck them all out. Wow. Wow. Well, that's not 21 out of 21, but that's uh... – that's that's a that's a pretty good day. Absolutely, that's a pretty good day. And her and her sister, they are the dynamic duo of the Hackett team. They bat one and two in the order. But McKaylin, I think, is her sister's name. It's I can't pronounce M I C H E A L Y N. McKaylin, I think, is how you say that. I'm I'm sorry yeah, if I'm that. She bats lead off. She bats lead bats off. Lead I off. think. And uh, I think if the if I remember it correctly, I think the number I saw was she threw 37 pitches. Colleague. In those in those three, three innings. innings. Wow. <laughs> that is fantastic. All right, Ricky, that is feat number three. What you're at feat number four. All right. Not many teams going to Springdale and win. And Rogers Heritage was backed up. They're 0 and 2 in the league. You certainly don't want to go 0 and 3. Uh Rogers Heritage won the game on a go by Brandon Gallardo, but they wouldn't have won the game if not for the goalkeeping of my man Daniel Tellez, senior. Uh Right at the beginning, man, Springdale peppered the goal four or five times, couldn't get anything past this kid, diving, diving. Then it kind of got settled in through the middle. And then here at five and a half minutes to go, uh, Springdale went on attack. And, again, you know, the the, uh, Heritage defense, they blocked some, but some of them got through. And Tellers, he made at least three or four diving saves. So instead of a 1-1 or losing 3-1, 4-1, uh, Rogers Heritage gets the win. They absolutely had to have a pivotal win uh, to go to one and two in the league, seven and three overall. They got a bye, then they jump back into conference play next week. So they had to have that, and mainly because they won the game because of Daniel Tellers, my feet of the week, using his feet, feet and hands and, and, and hands. And hands. Yeah. yeah, there you yeah, go. You can do that in soccer. You can do that in soccer if you're the goalie. Yeah. All right. So that's four feet of the week. Now here's my feet of the week. Brinkley Morton, raise your hand if you've heard this name before, from Lincoln. She, again, like Mackenzie Freeman Leland, is a sophomore. 
She is at Lincoln. They went over and played Elkins in a doubleheader, and in this doubleheader, game one, she's in the circle. She pitches a one-hitter. Close to a perfect game. She did walk one. Pitched a one-hitter, struck out 14, and also helped her cause by hitting a home run. In game two, she's out of the circle playing shortstop or wherever she plays, but she hit two more home runs. So three home runs, 14 strikeouts, a one-hitter, that's a pretty good day. Oh, my goodness, it is. That's a pretty good feat right there. That's a pretty good feat. So my question, Henry, is why are teams pitching to her? She's now got 13 home runs on the season. 13. Well, you just hope nobody's in front of her when she gets to the plate. Yeah, That's she sure. uh, she will take it out, and most of the time, you know, she's going to hit it, and most of the time they're picking it up. Would you walk her if base is empty? Heck yes, I'd walk her. <laughs> okay. I'd say, hey, you ain't, you ain't patting your stats on me. Uh, I might throw it inside on her. Okay. <laughs> hey, I ain't, afraid to, I ain't afraid to put a girl down in the batter's box, okay? That's just the way it goes. You get in that box. Get Go ahead. Get in that box. <laughs> Waver through. Okay. I show no gender bias. I'm putting you down. There you go. Uh, so anyway, Brinkley Morton, great, uh, great softball player at Lincoln, and uh, they won that, uh, swept that doubleheader. They are now 18 and eight, and uh, you know it's going to be a great uh, 3A regional, 3A state. 3A regional is, I believe, Henry at Lincoln. I think that's right. I might be wrong. It might be at Valley Springs. I know Springs. the 3A state is at Lincoln. 3A state's at Lincoln for sure. Greenland? Um, so Greenland's hosting 2A state. 2A. Um, and Lincoln, I think, has 3A state. But 3A yes. regional, I can't remember. That might be at Valley Springs. Could I think, be. Which would be probably at Harrison. Uh, but anyway, it would be a great one because you're going to get Hackett, you know, man, there's going to be it's going to be time. some great softball there. Uh, Mansfield beat Hackett by the way last week in a two to one game, tremendous game. Yeah. Uh, and Leland, I've gone blank. Allison Edwards, Edwards. at Mansfield, yes. big time pitcher for them, big time athlete for them. Period yes. and everything. Yes. Um, and so she went against McKenzie uh, Freeman in, the, in a great game, two to one. And uh, don't forget, Boonville still lurking down there. Lexi Franklin is capable of beating anybody any day. Um, so great, great softball. It doesn't have to just have a six in front of that letter. It can have a three or a two or whatever, and there's great softball. See, that, that's what's amazing about this. When Arkansas first adopted softball, coach was here. They'd get a lot of them from the West Coast, which it was big. But now you see in the girls, not only University of Arkansas is getting uh, Arkansas girls, uh, UCA last night, the Bentonville girl, uh, Jenna, what's her name? Bentonville. Jenna Wildman, who, yeah. 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 yeah, who broke like a national record for stolen bases already there. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. a top player, and she's at UCA. And yeah. You know what, they need to get some of them. Uh, over there at Arkansas State, me and Paul, the alma mater yeah. over there. they got to get on the stick So on they're that, getting Paul. better. Get on that. Get on they that, need, by the way. They, they need that sport. You need to get with that AD and get that yeah. going. Absolutely. Get that going Absolutely. Over there. Paul's got one job. That's his next job. Get that, get that go. going. Get that now, going they do there. have bowling. That's pretty good in women. They do very well. But, man, it's time to bring softball to it, Arkansas State. It is yeah. definitely time. Yeah. Past time. We've yeah. got enough good players here. Absolutely. So, Leland, you got any other words of wisdom from the River Valley you want to throw our way? Um... Pointer relays are Friday. Last week was the Airedale relays, and the track at Alma was dedicated to longtime track coach Tom McMurray. Very much deserved. Very much so a deserved. A couple of track notes there. Yep, yep. So, Henry, got anything to add? We're actually going to have a second Bulldogs relays oh. coming tomorrow at Ramey Junior High. Uh, 
normally this is the week that Bentonville West has a track meet, but because of construction over there, they're not really set up to have a bigger meet. And Fayetteville had their wide timing fe running festival in March called up because well, they said, hey, let's have another track meet yeah. here. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, And also, Henry, the conference, 6A West conference meet is coming up uh, in a couple weeks, right? A couple weeks from t tomorrow, it will yeah. be at Rogers Heritage. Yeah. So track is track is uh, they're also Ricky in the stretch run. Yeah, in the stretch run. You know what? And when we've been whining about the weather, the cold earth, they've been man, it's a spectacular well, uh, weather. It's like right Leland, now. like Leland said yesterday. I was talking to Leland about the big crowd at the North Side and, and South Side baseball game. It was number one. It was North Side and South Side, and yeah. both teams are pretty good. You know, yeah. they're both pretty good, and. It wasn't quite hot enough for Leland. It was only about 80 yesterday down the River Valley. But it was a, a great day for baseball. And uh, you know what, Leland, there's a lot worse places to be than in, at Hunts Park in the middle of Fort Smith on an 80-degree yep. evening watching two good teams play. There's worse places to be than that. Absolutely, especially when they say that it was 83 baseball degrees. 83 Beautiful. baseball degrees. Beautiful. There you go. There you go. So that will wrap up this edition of the Prep Rally Podcast. Thanks for being on with us, and we'll be back next week, and we'll bring you more uh, spring prep sports. We'll also bring you more feats of the week because, you know what, we have no shortage of them. We did five today. Probably could have done ten. Absolutely. Probably could have done ten. That's what kind of great athletes we have up and down uh, the corridor from, from one end of the state to the other. So I'm Chip Souza for Henry Apple. Paul Boyd, Rick Fires, and Leland Barclay down in the River Valley. Thanks for listening to us, and we'll catch you next week. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.